spirituality and wealth. Are you keep keeping them separate? Join us on today's show as host Deborah Atien Wilson, known as the intuitive spiritual and wealth coach, kicks that old mindset to the curb. Many seem to think life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually be both. Listen to the only spiritual and wealthy show to help you create the life you want and the life that you deserve. Deborah's spiritual and wealthy show is about thinking and feeling differently about prosperity and wealth and how they are one. By being more playful about the ideas of spirituality and wealth and not taking ourselves so seriously. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show will support you through Deborah Atian Wilson's raw, authentic, and tell it like it is trademark radio style. So on with today's show, here's Deborah. Welcome, spiritual and wealthy people, my spiritual and wealthy peeps. I hope you're thinking of yourself as very wonderful spiritual beings and very wealthy beings, no matter what you have in your bank account. Our show is always about helping to inspire and shift mindset and, and really look at what we believe and what we're resisting and what we're opening up to. And uh, today is another one of those shows. So blessings to you and may you open your hearts and minds to hear what you need to hear perfectly for today. So our show today is the universal rhythm of endings and beginnings. And it seems like such a timely show. I mean, we could really do this any day of the week. But um, I know that a lot of clients and a lot of friends and family, you know, are experiencing and myself, uh, lots of endings and beginnings that seem um, pretty pronounced, you know, they, um, they seem bigger. I mean, in truth, and we're going to talk about this, we, you know, we're having constant ending and beginnings all day long, just even the rhythm of our breath and in breath and out breath is an ending and a beginning. But we don't think about a lot of the subtle things throughout our day as being um, endings and beginnings. And that if this is a universal principle, there's a rhythm in life and there's ex- expansion always, but this idea of even kind of expanding out into things until they're complete and then a contraction and then expanding out. And so, um, I'm loving being back in Boulder here this week. I was traveling, um, went to Dallas with my daughter for her volleyball. And that was, wow, lots of amazing, fun shenanigans there for sure. And then back for a day that felt like I had jet lag from Europe or something. It was wild. And then off to California, which is why we did an encore show last week. This girl needed some time to rejuvenate. Oh my gosh, but it was wonderful. But it's always so great. I don't know about you, but I, no matter where I go and even just being out for a day, but definitely when I've traveled, no matter what, I just love coming to my home. I love coming home. I love coming home to my own bed and my sheets. And, you know, we all have our comfort items and it's just so lovely. So even in travel, there's an ending beginning. You know, we must leave our house, we must pack and we must go. And then we end our travels and we come back home. So constant, that's going to be, you know, the theme here is to really get you thinking about how often we're really shifting and changing and having this rhythm throughout our day, every minute of every day, you know, just happening and happening and happening. So these um, seasonal changes in Colorado also got me thinking about the rhythm of of our lives and the universal rhythm that is constantly happening. And I know in Colorado, for me, I definitely feel 
more of a significant change in in the weather patterns, of course, where we have these wonderful seasonal changes. When I lived in California, it was there, but I, I really longed for, I really longed for a little bit more of uh, a seasonal change, not too dramatic for me because I'm a sunshiny, definitely a sunshiny girl. Love my sunshine. Um, but it's it's really lovely here to see the the wonderful buds and the blossoming and it's there's there's just this quickening that I, I sense and I feel and I just I love feeling a part of that and I think nature is such a wonderful example for us to remember and to look at and to tune into to remember the divine uh, nature of the rhythm that it, it is constant it is just a constant ongoing change and um, and for us to be aware of it for us to surrender more to it and for us to understand you know the ideas of endings and beginnings needing to happen that there's a necessary uh, change that needs to occur as we desire things as we want things as we move into different aspects of our lives that Things need to end, and endings are not a bad thing. Uh, but again, mindset, it's always going to be about what we believe, you know, what we're thinking about a situation or an experience or, um, you know, a death of a loved one. How do we experience those things um, definitely can uh, can trigger within us uh, different different shifts for sure. But the more we open up to just surrendering, and this has been really even big for me to just go, okay, change is occurring, change is occurring. Even with my own teenage daughter, last of four here, um, wow, just the growing up and and what what the teenage-ness needs to do is, you know, to begin to find their independence and, and feel like they need to break away from you. And, you know, all of that experience is boy, an ongoing change. And even their, their wonderful temperaments sometimes are so, um, what a rhythm, the rhythm's often quick, like a little earthquake, (laughs) but, um, but it's good, you know, and the more we surrender to these things, I'll tell you the more peaceful things become for sure. So what do I, what am I kind of meaning? What am I really talking about when I'm talking about universal rhythm? Um, you know, just exploring this aspect that everything again is energetic. Everything is energy and, and energy is always in motion. Even the things that we see as still are truly have a vibrational movement to them clearly slower the vibration the more solid something is going to appear but energy is always in motion and within that motion is expansion as i was talking about and contraction so this motion of movement of rhythm of expansion and contraction and i think a perfect example i'm just being shown too uh you know being at the sea the ocean the contraction of that the high tide the low tide nature again you know if you forget if you if you need some wonderful um uh, higher visions higher uh awarenesses about life in general go into nature Go into nature and sit in stillness for a while and and ask and intend because nature will definitely give you some wonderful information back. So so this wonderful expansion and contraction is happening. But even with the, the contraction, like I said, there's energetic motion. Change is absolutely occurring. Even in the stillness, we often think of winter as very still time. There's constant motion within winter. You know, it's just kind of that illusion that we're like winter. It's kind of quiet. There's there's not that major life force in in most of the um, the plant life, but there still is. There's always that hum. You know, think of it kind of as a beehive. There's always that hum. So you know, we have these constant endings and beginnings all day long, and that's definitely what I want you to open up to. Is just thinking about maybe even just today. Look at today and go, what are my endings and beginnings? As simple as leaving your house ending 
going out into the garage and to get your car outside to get your bike or whatever new beginning, right? Um, it's a constant cycle. And I don't think we really are so aware of it because we're really thinking more of um, what we judge as our bigger experiences, right? Um, the endings and beginnings of, of, of birth and death and, uh, yeah, you know, um, being single and probably, you know, being married and, um, being, you know, well versus unwell. I mean, all of these things we, we see as maybe what I call in my family, bigger ticket items. Um, but it all counts, right? It's all happening. But mostly we get, um, we kind of get into trouble when there are these bigger items, you know, these bigger life experiences we, we think, but remember change is constant, change is constant. And it's our response to the change that is, um, really our spiritual and wealthy invitation today. And always, always, because change is constantly going to occur. It's never going to stop. Never, never. It's always going to be occurring. And it's so interesting how we, on one hand, we want change to occur, but we, um, but we also long for sameness often too. And I'm, I'm talking in generalization. So, you know, if this, whatever I'm saying never applies to you, just, you know, roll with it, roll it off, roll it off your back, like a water on a duck. Um, but I'm talking in, you know, of course, broad strokes here, generalizations of the human experience that, um, that simultaneously we want things to be different often and and yet that we resist the change so when we resist the change or the new rhythm right the new beginning that is wanting to emerge or is emerging on some level um you know we generally will create suffering but the cool thing within that is when we look at this from a more conscious standpoint the distance in our resistance the distance, I like that. The distance in our resistance is is our growth opportunity for sure. So we can we can measure that. I actually talk about that in my um, my book. It's okay to be spiritual and wealthy to even embrace the resistance. So it can be good, but when we get stuck in just resistance, we're going to suffer. We're going to feel um, uncomfortable. We're going to feel unwell. We're going to feel. Um, a lot of different emotions that may not feel so delicious for sure. But again, part of the human experience um, that we can choose to move through a little bit more rapidly um, consciously, or we can, you know, get a little sleepy and suffer for a little bit longer. All of it is fine. All of it is choice and all of it is part of our ever, ever ongoing expansion for sure. I do want to um, throw out to everyone that we will be taking calls today, or I will be taking the collective. We will be collaborating. So if you want to call in at any time, and patiently wait or not wait, we'll see what, but what's happening when you buzz in, uh, the number is 866-404-6519. Again, 866-404-6519. Would love to talk with you. I don't care if it's the same people calling in every week. I love it. It's just way too much fun. Okay. So let's talk about the opposite, right? The contrast between resisting and then perhaps surrendering. So the the opportunity here is that when we surrender and we allow what is wanting to come through, what is coming through, what is happening, whether you feel like you have any control over it or not, and make perhaps some necessary changes, maybe shifts in our thoughts, shifts in our behavior, uh, shifts in our, our conscious awareness, going into meditation to under, have a deeper understanding, which is, to me, um, but has been my saving grace for sure. Um, we create harmony and freedom within us. And, and let me just, you know, make a side note kind of there. Um, just what I, what I mean by my, my own saving grace is, you know, often there are and are logical 
mind, our egoic mind also just, it can't really wrap itself around it. Like, why is this happening? What is this? What what does this mean to me? Um, And it is in those times when um, often brings some uncomfortableness within the body temple and your thoughts and emotional body. Um, that's a great time to go into a place of stillness, go on a walking meditation, sit with some beautiful harmonizing music, sit in quietude and ask these wonderful universal principles. Again, you know me well enough now, whether you call that God, spirit, source, you know, the ongoing wonderful words that, that are perfect for you that, that, you know, explain a, a higher, a higher uh, awareness of oneness. Um, when you sit and you ask that, you will get answered. It may not come instantly. You know, depending on how how tuned you in you are at the moment. Perhaps a, a perfect answer is being formulated for you by the universal principles, and it will come. But in in the asking, we can often get um, a higher level of understanding. That brings us peace. So that would be a way to surrender to it is by even asking, you know, what does this mean for me? What what does this situation mean? What does this experience mean for me? Um, how can I move into this experience with more gentleness and grace? And uh, again, I do talk about that in in the book for sure. I, I, I was like, oh, wasn't wasn't going to talk about the book, but we're apparently always going to talk about the book. Okay, so um, again, I think it's really fascinating and and kind of funny. I mean, you know, again, when we we talk about not taking ourselves so seriously, and we come into a space of of just um, kind of stepping back from our situation and and looking at it with, from a sense of of collective kind of just humor, and again to see how in our humanness we want something to be different you know fill in the blank think about that for a moment let's just take a moment to think you know what is it in your life you would like to be different right now hmm maybe you have one big thing that's kind of been up for you maybe you have a couple things that have been up for you um what would you like to be different what would you where would you like a change where would you like more of something, less of something? There's something in general because we have this wonderful thing called desire and it is part of our wonderful expanded expression is that we're often longing to do something, create something, go on a journey. What, what is that for you? What would you like? Where would you like a new beginning? Where would you like something to be different? It's all the same thing, right? So just think about that. And then simultaneously, you know, most of us go into some sort of fear or we resist that change or we resist what we would need to do to allow that harmonizing frequency within us to allow that to happen, to allow us to move into to something new. So when you think about whatever it is you would like to have uh, a change in, would you like to be different? You know, just sitting for a moment and seeing, you know, what is it that I fear about that? What is it I'm concerned about giving up or changing? Where is my resistance? You know, um, not necessarily from a why me, but you know, why, why do I have this resistance? Is it even is it even necessary? Is it even a truth? Can I explore this truth? So again, in order for something to be different for this new beginning, something must end. This is the universal rhythm of our life: endings and beginnings, endings and beginnings for sure. And um, and there's such contrast, right? There's just such contrast in the idea of endings and beginnings. And I, I I've talked about it before, and I think it'd be um, a, a great time just to kind of put in a in a bubble for our conversation today. Is um, when we talk about one of my favorite words, of course, is contrast. 
trust and another one is choice and um and the idea of the variation and contrast that we have in our life i often talk about the principle of polarity or the law of polarity as i often call it and um within this principle of polarity um is the idea of endings and beginnings all the way through these different dimensions um and what I love about understanding the law of polarity or principle of polarity is it really speaks to a lot of contrast about, you know, seemingly opposite things in our life. And I think an easy one to understand is like temperature. So, um, and I say seemingly because, you know, there's varying degrees even with something like temperature. Let's think uh, uh, water temperature, for example. Often we'll say we go very black and white, we go hot or cold. But in truth, there's such various degrees of change in the hot, various degrees of change in the cold, right? So there's various degrees of temperature or changes. And so even within that, within within that particular example, if you move from one temperature to another, there's an ending and beginning. You're leaving a certain temperature, let's say 70 degrees, and you're going into a new beginning of opening up to, let's say, 85 degrees in temperature. There's always an ending beginning in the contrast of law of polarity. That's our life. That's our principle. And so when you can open up to that and see this, oh man, life just gets so much easier and so much better for sure. Can't tell you enough. And we're going to definitely explore some of these things, um, this wonderful life that's in constant motion. I mean, you can see it in uh, our sleep cycles, right? What do we need to do in order to sleep? We need to end being awake. Simple. You're thinking, yeah, of course, Debra. But I'm trying to, I'm attempting to get you to Mm. see that there Mm. are so many things that are happening throughout our day that are endings and beginnings that we naturally do. And often we're not even fighting those. We're not resisting those so that we could see even these, what I call bigger ticket items, right? Those things that we judge as maybe a little scarier or whatever. Um, they might not be so scary when you see that they're inevitable change is going to happen. So what are we going to do with it? Death and birth. That's often, um, more celebrated on one side, depending on what, uh, what society, what cultural experiences, um, are around death and birth, but birth is usually very celebrated and, um, mostly, uh, in a lot of cultures, death is not, um, but interesting enough, we must, uh, you know, give up our earthly body and go into our next state of existence of, of eternity and whatever, whatever you believe that is for you. I'll just leave that for you. And, and coming from that, you know, that eternal space into this material form, we need to be, we need to be born. We need to, to materialize a physical body in this lifetime. And even from that, think about that, the extraordinary shifts and changes, endings and beginnings of two cells coming together that began to form your body. I mean, oh my gosh, it's extraordinary. What a rhythm, what a rhythm within your mother's womb, the rhythm of birth, the rhythm of your body changing exponentially since you were those two sweet little eggs and sperm there, you know, I mean, just amazing, amazing changes. Um, gosh, yeah. I mean, I think about the growth experience just within our body. And even when we think our body is quote unquote full grown, it's constantly rejuvenating. It's constantly in the rhythm of, of sloughing off the old, right. And, and opening up and creating new cells, our organs, everything They're They're not all exactly the same forever. So such a, such an amazing thing to just look at. I just think it's a great, um, a great 
principle to look at is this law of polarity. And, and it's one that I often use, and you've seen me use it, uh, in, in measuring someone's particular energy of whatever, fill in the blank, that they're experiencing right now, opening up to more money, uh, you know, sacred harmony, uh, financial freedom, their ability to see, feel spirit, all of that kind of stuff. I love to use the law of polarity to help people get into touch with where they are and then shift to change from there. So we have Ken on the line. I think this is a great, um, a great pausing break where I can take a sip of my, my chai tea, which I love to be on air with. And I'm just like, Oh, Wednesday mornings are so delicious. Get to talk to you. I get to talk to, uh, uh, my friends and family, and just ha- to have a wonderful, easy morning. So, Ken, good morning. Good morning, Deborah. How are you today? Good. Cheers to you. I'm cheer. I'm 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 sending a wonderful cheers to you and blessings with my chai. So here it comes. <laughs> okay. Well, I will I will cheers you with my with my water. I'm drinking water, and you enjoy your chai. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say I have a, I have a big tall glass of water right next to the chai, and I'm on my water today. And you know how I feel about water for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well. We, we've got to get that water in our body to keep us. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And I was just talking to a client yesterday, and you know, we were both just talking about how, for me, I have to have uh, definitely a, a clear container. I can't have any of these wonderful steel containers or these really fancy bottles where I can't see the, the, the level of the water or I'm in trouble. I'll go the whole day and just go, where did my water go? So I have glass <laughs> jars funny. and things everywhere. So, so how are how you? I, I'm, you know, I am, um, I was so looking forward to this show because you, you talk about beginnings and endings and when I and I wake up today with the the worst pain in my neck that I've had in ever, and I'm nice. like, where is where is this coming from? What is going on? I'm doing I'm I think and I believe and I feel I'm doing all this work to to improve, and yet I've got this lingering pain that won't end. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Maybe this is. A, Maybe I need to call Deborah and, and talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk to those angelic peeps or whoever is lovingly talking to us. <laughs> I nice. know, right? Mm-hmm. I, you, you know, you, you mentioned temperature. You said temperature. I've never been so cold. Mm. My, my, like, <clears throat> like right now, literally my hands are freezing. Okay. And we're supposed to be in the 70s today. I mean, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful, warm day. I can feel the heat from the sun. And yet my hands are freezing. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this all in. I'm taking it all in. I love it. Um, and, and it's so cute because the, the, the ending vision so far that I have is, is almost like a lizard. Like they're like, go and lay on a rock, you know, <laughs> just to absorb the sun today. You know, just that, uh, you know what I mean? It's just like to be out in the sun and feel the rays and stuff like that because we're often so we're inside a lot. So nature is obviously going to be a good calling for you to get out. If you have not that plan today, let's make sure you're getting out. And even, even if it's five minutes to sit in the energy of feeling those rays on you, um, is oh, so yeah. life affirming. Okay. And just a time of stillness again, even if it's just five minutes, that'll be great. Um, so this worst, this worst pain in your neck. And what's interesting is what I, what 
often as someone speaks, I, I, I'm shown, or I, I have this noticing of particular words that stand out for me. It's like they kind of just, if it was a, a book, they would kind of leap off the page, right? And when what you said is, you know, that you're, you're doing all this work, you know, you're like, I'm, I'm doing all this work. I'm, I'm doing my thing. Like you're, in other words, what I hear you saying is, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to be really conscious about what I'm up to. Does that make sense? Would that, yeah, would, that exactly. would that resonate? And then, exactly. but and then yet, like uh, like, I have this pain in my neck, and and I think um, perhaps it's it's just good to remember that even though we feel and know that we are being more conscious about what we're up to and what we're thinking and what we're experiencing and what we're doing, all of that, that we still are going to have these experiences that are reminding us perhaps where we're having some resistance or we're having some, um, you know, ongoing subconscious thoughts that are maybe carrying a little bit of more of our life than we're understanding. And, and so often this is what I'm going to, this is what I'm going to say to you. When you, where's pain in the neck? Who or what is a pain in your neck right now? Just off the top of your head. I knew, I knew you were going to ask me. And I knew you knew I was going to ask you. You know, so often I talk to people, even so many of my clients, I, I hear that they're, they're like, they know this, Deborah. I go, I know they know this. And then I have to say this. I know you know this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Because in our humanness, it's, it's okay to be reminded, right? It's okay. We're all here to play together. So even though you know that, and even though you knew I was going to ask that, what is your first thought? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm even, I mean, I hate to say this. It's my partner. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I've got this, my partner is a pain in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. And I'm laughing because, because again, and the reason I laugh, can you imagine someone who just tuned in right now? They're like, why is she laughing? Um, I laugh only because, you know, it's okay to look at it this way. We're having these experiencing experiences. And, and, and one of the best things that I can say about our partners or or any significant relationship, you know, often it's those closest relationships that are pushing our buttons that are the pain, you know, the pain in our back, in our neck or whatever. Um, I, there's another subject, but I'm going to put that off to the side that, that possibly is your pain in your neck. But since that's the first one that came up, let's, let's explore that. Okay. So, um, so why, what, what is it that it feels, it feels heavy. It feels like that energy of, um, oh, like, like you're dragging kind of a weight with you, which of course is unnecessary. But what feels weighed down to you about this? The the, the biggest thing that I struggle with has to do with, um, and, and I'm a very, I feel like I'm a teacher. I want to share everything I have with everybody I know. Yeah. And so they're saying good luck, but go share, ahead. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I just do. I want to scream from the rooftops, but I'm afraid somebody might throw something at me. So right, exactly. I, um, I don't want to do that, but the, 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 I want to share everything. And so I think my biggest pushback is sharing with the people that are closest. Mm-hmm. And, um, then I don't, I try not to push everything out there, but it's like when something is so amazing, um, like, like you are, I just like, come on, um, just take a minute and, and listen. And, um, and then I, you know, I get, I experience pushback. And so I think I, that kind of, um, ricochets off and comes back at me and, um, and then it sticks to me and I'm, and I'm, 
and I'm Ew. stuck with it. Let's get rid of it. Ew. Okay. So, so let's just, let's just play with this for a little bit. And we are going to have in less than two minutes, a very short break. I think it's like, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds or something. And we'll continue. So just so you know, if I cut, if I just stop over oh, in one minute. Okay. Um, Okay. So, so it's very natural and I totally get this. And in fact, I was just exploring this with, um, with my honey's, um, sister and her wonderful husband, who's at this amazing body practitioner guy. And he was working on my daughter when we were in California. And it's so interesting how, when, when we, we find something that works for us on our journey, that really just lights us up. It's just what we needed to hear. It's just the right person or the right experience or the, the right latte, whatever. You know, it's like, I mean, even <laughs> if we do this with food too, though, right? You find a great restaurant, you're like, oh my God, you want to tell everyone. You see a great movie, you, you know, it, it, it's not just with healing modalities or inspirational stuff. It's across the board, correct? You know, we find, um, you, know, uh, you know, like I, I use Isogenics products. I love them. I, I think everyone oh find in my body but it's not aligned. We'll be back. Hold on. (laughs) Deborah Atian Wilson returns with more of the Spiritual and Wealthy Show after this short break. I'm Gary Mams. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We bring a unique talk radio show your way every Friday and Saturday. Whether it's ghosts or UFOs, angels or the afterlife, Bigfoot or your big dreams, you get variety. Everything from pop culture to the paranormal. Visit our website, mansandmitchell.com, for a list of upcoming guests, show times, or to listen live from anywhere. Mastery and Mystery. That's Manson Mitchell on Alternative Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Spiritual and Wealthy Show with spiritual and wealth coach, Deborah Atien Wilson. She enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually have both. And so with more of her raw, authentic, and talent-like-it-is trademark radio style, here's your host, Deborah Atien Wilson. Okay. So we were just talking about this idea of wanting to share, you know, what's working for us with Ken and how, uh, how it's sometimes uncomfortable, um, and, and feels, feels whatever it feels like, um, when someone doesn't jump on board with our enthusiasm and whatever it is. And I was just sharing how I, you know, I use some isogenics products that a girlfriend introduced to me, gosh, almost four or five years ago. And, you know, there's a particular shake. I adore it. I love it. It works for me, Ken. And I think you use isogenics products too, right? And Oh man, I'm an isogenics body. Yeah. Well, there you go. Body, (laughs) you know, and I, when I, when I have that, it feels good. Do I want to tell everyone about it? Sure. Does everyone want to listen? Not necessarily. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, so, and, and what I, you know, even what's worked for me, Ken, you know, I, I want to share that with everyone, but also there's this understanding in, in this acceptance that let's talk about the soul journey, your soul journey, your own personal soul journey in this human experience, Ken, has its own, it's a, it truly is like a snowflake. That's what they're showing me right now. And mine is a snowflake. And there are no two snowflakes that are the same. And then even though we might merge and experience the same book or a same seminar, or same radio show, um, mm. you know, intermittently, 
in truth, our experience overall is going to have such a different variation. It's going to have its own blueprint, its own fingerprint. Are you with me? I am. I hear okay. You. So she has her own spiritual awakening blueprint. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. I, so we can is. offer, right? We can offer, we can, um, but we, but we get stuck in our attachment of wanting them to jump on board because we're so excited. Right. And, and, and part of that is that the truth is none of us really want to be told what to do. <laughs> that's just right. that's our natural, <laughs> our natural function as a soul is like, I'm going to have my own experience and I'm heading out into the world. Um, and so often the resistance will come from someone else if they feel like we're, we're telling them what to do in any way, even though I don't think that's exactly how you're doing that. Um, but that's often how it gets interpreted, you know, and the soul's like, nope, nope. I've got my own plan. So if you can see her and her own experience and even yours as its own wonderful, perfect, keyword, perfect snowflake, perfect blueprint, and, and just offer with love and quickly get as unattached as possible right? Expect to share it with love, but get unattached. And then let's look at this because this is going to be key is what meaning do you put to her not jumping on board with it? What does it mean to you that when she doesn't jump on board? Wow. You know, that's a big one too. Um, It is. I I do take it personal because, um, yeah, and it, and it, and it goes right in. So, so let's uh, play with this. Does she not love you? When she doesn't oh. jump on board? Oh, no, no, that she does. Whether, of course, of course. Yeah. So, so, so what does it mean to you? I know you're taking it personally, but what is it? There's some meaning you're placing with it that that's causing pain that feels like just, you know, one of those, one of those old wounds. We like to just clean up every once in a while. So what does it mean to you? I Just think it, it may, it probably te- stems back to acceptance. Um, sure. You know, I want, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this, I'm seeing this acceptance thing. Yeah. That, um, that when I'm, when what I'm projecting or saying or teaching or, or giving away um, is not received, um, then, you know, it's, it's a rejection. It's, um, it's not an acceptance. Sure. And, uh, and so, yeah. And so that still lives in me. Right. Absolutely. But is it the truth? No, no, there's, there's so many arenas where I've heard exactly the opposite of, you know, of that, um, what you're teaching and what I'm learning from you is amazing. And, you know, it's changing my life. Mm Mm-hmm. So I love that. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah, and it's, and we love it. We love when, we, I mean, it's, it's, I feel like part of it is we're being seen often when we come into agreement, when someone says, ah, oh, yeah, I get that. You know, I listened to that show and wow, I got this one nugget out of there. But even within a show or a, a seminar or a weekend or something, each person is going to gain their own aha moment that may not be the same as another person, but they're still going to have an overall experience that's good. So this idea for you and for my Lord, most people on the planet at some point and many points is, you know, is, is it really that someone doesn't love us? Is it really that someone doesn't accept us or is it the truth 
that they're just having their own journey. And our gift is to say, Hey, I have this really cool thing, whether it's has to do with a, you know, the, the conscious spiritual awakening from a book or radio show or whatever, or have this new, uh, you know, restaurant that I think you should try. But it's often in the things that have more meaning to us, watch this, that we're more attached to. So this has more meaning for you because it's, it's a part of your awakening. It's a part of you thinking differently and exploring some different things because right now this vibration works for you, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily going to work for her. So if we can just offer with love and just know that it's there, that will really be key for you. And one of the things I was shown by one of my teachers, Ken, is um, I really had a difficult time when I first came out professionally and all this great wisdom's coming through. You know, the angels are speaking, specific angels are making themselves known. They're giving, you know, these, my clients, these wonderful tasks or books to read or things to do. You know, they've come to me, they've said, hey, I want something to change, right? I want something to be different or there's some pain or there's some suffering. Super. We get some information. You know, it's literally the prayer answered. I give them that information as a conduit, as a channel. Here it is, right? And um, and this was actually before I, I did um, more long-term coaching. I would just do single sessions. And then that person would come back for six months later, a year later, and they'd be in the same boat. Same and boat. Would, <laughs> right? And I would get... Okay, so did you do the blah, blah, blah? Did you read the da-da-da? You know, whatever it was, you know, I would be reminded um, through spirit what their thing was. And people just wanted different answers because they didn't really want to do the thing. And I, I was very, I was frustrated. And I'm sure I took it personal on some level because I wanted to help. I, I wanted it to be different for someone. I wanted them to experience some massive change like I had through different experiences, right? Or different books or whatever. But what I ended up getting told was that, um, you know, whether it is in this lifetime or another to think of these love offerings, whatever it is for you, for anyone, whoever you're telling or you know, about anything and in this, in this case, your significant other, um, if you offer it as love and see it as an ornament in their aura, because really it's a love offering, that's what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. saying, I love you. And what I mm-hmm. think is happening is you're not hearing that I love you back by them going ahead and jumping on board with whatever you're, you're suggesting. But in truth, the expression of love that's unconditional says, I offer this information to you and I love you. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's our journey. That's right. it. That's what we're all trying to remember about ourselves, that we are truly unconditionally loving beings. But gosh darn it, we have a lot of conditions often, don't we? Oh, my God. Well, she doesn't, right? Go ahead. We, we do. Well, and that's, uh, you mentioned, you kind of hit the nail on the head um, uh, in reference to uh, the gift you've given in earlier on in your practice. You do the onesie, twosie sessions, right. and they come back six months, a year later in the same boat. And so, so at what point, I mean, but these people are not like your you know, your day in, day out um, right. influence. Right. And so at what point do you go, oh my gosh, I've offered so many things and, and yet, um, gosh, you're just still stuck and I'm sorry and I love you. But at what point do you go, um, is this ever going to be different? Well, and I think that's, I think that's a piece too, is to just, to look at that and, um, you know, how much are you wanting that person to change? How much are, you know, how much is, 
is your life experience, meaning you're saying, I'll be happy when, is any of that coming up for you? That would be something to look at, you know, um, and if that person never changes, I think that's the key. If that person never changes in the way or doesn't wake up in a way that you would like them to, um, you know, what would you want to be different? What would you want to be different? I found that even in my own marriage that I felt like I pushed my own agenda so much that later on, and it took a really long time to be aware of this, I felt like I was actually kind of, um, and of course we can't control someone else's, you know, spiritual journey, but I felt like I, I was creating resistance in my partner. Like I, like, and I, I'm not saying I slowed this person down, but it's like, you know, he, he wasn't wanting to be on board with the same things I was. Um, but again, it's our journey. So my, my recommendation to you would be to do what works for you, love what you do and, and open up to noticing that this person's quote unquote, so-called resistance is actually touching a place within you, an old wound that we all have carried on some level and are slowly healing, right? We're putting a balm on, we're putting a bandaid on where, you know, it's like like the wound is slowly closing. Sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. That basically, you know, is the, that acceptance piece for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So what is it, I'm going to ask you this, what is it that you need to accept within you about your journey and your spirituality and your growth? What do you think is the biggest thing for you? That, um, that I am enough. I mean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. And, and, and when the, you the, begin, the, go ahead. The, the, the things that are coming to me um, are, are amazing. I mean, just... You know, when when you start changing that, um, I don't know, that whole block or that whole, like yeah. you mentioned, the, the polarity, um, yeah. when you start changing that, it's amazing what comes through and, and how many times something's reinforced over and over, you know, so. Absolutely. So, yeah, just, and I've, I've always been a sharing person, so it's, well, it's one of those things that it's easier to focus on someone else's needs than my own, and so I, I <laughs> yes. need to be a... <laughs> I need to be enough and I am enough. Right. Absolutely. And part of that, so they're going back to that first vision too of, of the lizard on the rock. Not that you're a lizard can at all, but, <laughs> but because you have this gift of wanting to share because you are a teacher, because you are your own, you're a spiritual teacher as well. This is, this is your gift. This is who you are. Acceptance of that is a big thing for you, for sure, you know, to continue opening up to, you want to share that with people. And so kind of my joke has been, has become, you know, well, I have all this wonderful wisdom, of course, that I, you know, I think I have. And, um, and you know, my, my daughter wants to have nothing to do with a lot of it, right? <laughs> or my son hasn't in the past or whatever. And, um, and even, even within my own relationship now, I've learned that we don't have to have sameness to have beauty in the relationship. Uh, my honey right now, we, we do not agree politically. We, we don't generally uh, agree on, a, on quite a few areas that you would think are important. And even when I was writing my book, my wonderful, wonderful assistant, Erica, you know, had asked him, so what do you think of the book? And it was at a time we were really kind of wrapping up and finishing. He's like, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't read it. And she was like, what? 
but I knew. So, Ken, I just want to share the story with you because hopefully it will illuminate. I knew he's not my ideal client. He's not. And I joke around with him and I say that you're not my ideal client. This is the way I do things that, you know, I, I'm, in fact, I'm going to be going to a, um, a 10 day transformational, uh, processing 10 days of, but it's been a while since I've gone out and felt like, okay, you know, I'm going to go into this direction. That's something I don't think he would ever do, but I don't need him to do that. You know, he's, he's there for me in ways that are my, um, oh gosh, they're kind of like my, they're just my no brainer things. They're my, they're my bottom lines. They're, they're, they're the things that, that, um, I, I feel are so important in the relationship. Those things are being met. And I think that's a piece for you too. Are the things that are most important to you in your relationship being met, right? Mm -hmm. What's your bottom line on certain things, right? Instead of trying to change someone. And, um, and have I ever recommended, I recommend this all the time. Have you read the radical forgiveness book yet? No, I haven't. Lord have mercy. Ken, how have we talked so many times and you have not? (laughs) Are you sure? Okay. So everyone will hear this. It's going to be recorded. Ken, go pick up the Radical Forgiveness book. And I'm going to encourage you. I'm writing it down right now. (laughs) I'm going to encourage you to go to his website, RadicalForgiveness.com. And and for all of you, I, I absolutely believe in sharing other people's stuff. Again, because the blueprint, your own snowflake, is not just one person, right? It's not just you know, one, whatever, there's such a multitude of different things that we can, we can do. So I'm going to have you go to his website and you're going to download a wonderful free, which I love, um, forgiveness worksheet. And I'm going to recommend you do one of these, um, with the subject being your wife and this particular subject. All right. And see the love that her soul is actually offering you to, really surrender the illusion of that wound of not acceptance of the not enoughness, because that's really her soul's gift to you in this situation. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what? My my hands are warmer right now. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're, you've been, I mean, that's what happens when we're resisting life, when we're resisting the truth of something, things get, we, we really begin to shut down. And um, this is going to be huge for you. I would love for you to post something on one of my Facebook pages after you do that. Just in general, you don't have to share, you know, deep, deep, deep secrets or whatever. But just <laughs> let me know how it worked for you. And I would jump into that book. That book is a game changer. Totally. Uh, it will really support you, especially in your own teacherness, to see how someone's actions are really from the highest place of love, even when they don't look like it in the earth plane for us to heal the illusions of all the stuff that we think that we are, that we're not like, not enough. Wow. This is so good. I, I'm so excited for you. I love it. I'm like, I, I, you know what? It's funny is, 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 um, I'm moving my head around going, Oh man, I, you know what? It's still there, but it's about a one tenth, what it was, um, 10 minutes good. ago. <laughs> so. Good. And seriously, I'm not kidding you. Go lay in the sun today, please. I'm We're going to, I'm out all day. I'm out, I'm out and about all day. So I'm, I'm going to enjoy this. And I, I often use the analogy of Superman. I mean, he gets to the clouds. To, to power. <laughs> okay. so I'm going to be Superman. I love it. Okay. Super. <laughs> all right, Ken, blessings. We're going to take another call. Have a beautiful day. And Ula's on the line. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. Ula, beautiful Ula. 
Good morning. Patiently waiting, gorgeous one. How are you? I am doing really well, and I can't believe I missed International Angel Circle, but that's okay. It's all been good. (laughs) Well, in a sense, you didn't miss it because you get the recording, So, but I hear what you're saying. (laughs) True, true. But um, one of the things that hit me when I I came on a little late onto your radio program, but Mm -hmm. when you're talking about contrast. Yes. And, you know, I work with the elderly, and one of the things that um, they're the families of the elderly sometimes have a hard time doing is listening to the truth of their contrast. Mm. There's some who say, I want to live to be 100, but they're physically and emotionally doing everything the opposite. Oh, God, this is wonderful. I love it. They're shutting down. um, They're wanting to go out in the world. They're being more quiet. They're, you know, so if the families are saying, well, they want to be 100, I'll pump them with vitamins, and we'll take them here, and we'll take them there, and why are you exhausted? Why are you doing this? And it's like you're not, you're hearing their words, but you're not seeing what they're trying to tell you. Yes. I love it. And that's a huge contrast that I wish people would, and even with your own kids and anybody, you know, you hear things and you think, oh, they're agreeing with me, but you don't see their action. It's that old thing like, you know, your actions speak louder than words. Well, absolutely. And what I love about this is this idea of even alignment with something that you're wanting, right? So you're wanting to create something, you know, let's say you want a firm tone body, you know, what are you doing to create that? And I get that. That's something, you know, that's an ongoing rhythm for me, (laughs) you know? um, Right. I hear you. Right. And and even I've been talking about this with my daughter, you know, her, her long-term goal is college level, um, uh, uh, I kind of talk volleyball and to, you know, right now being a surgeon is on her list. I mean, that, those, that, those are some, for me, I'm like, wow, that's, yeah. that's big, right? It's, you know, to go through medical yeah. school and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I talk to her as a, in her teenageness and, and point out some things that, you know, is, is that particular thing, whatever she's up to or not up to, um, is that in alignment with your bigger picture? Cause often in, you know, you, we all can be very teenage like, and we're just focused in that moment, but not aligning that moment with uh-huh. that, that long-term goal for sure. So I love this. And what I love about this, Ula, that is for you is in order to, open up to have the beginning of authorship, right? You have to give up (laughs) saying that you're not an author, that you are, you know, you need to step into that you already are. And what (laughs) you just brought to this show, I am going to challenge you as one of my spiritual and wealthy group coaching members. I'm going to challenge you to write a chapter on that. Wait, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Definitely. Just write about it. Just, honey, just, you know, just write about that because it is often the thing that it's like, I just wish, like what Ken was saying, right? There's something he, you know, it's working for him. He wants someone to know his partner. And, um, and this is literally how the idea of it's okay to be spiritual and wealthy came. I was asked the question, what are you passionate about, Deborah? I'm like, I just wish, and I, you know, it was what you were just saying too, right then. I just wish people would understand that it's not an either or thing, that it's okay to be spiritual and wealthy. I literally, those words fell out of my mouth because that's what I'm passionate about, that people could understand what spirituality to me, what I've experienced really means and what wealth to me really means as well and what I've been given from the angelic realm. So for your new beginning, my beautiful lovely friend. How about a chapter? (laughs) Sounds great. By when? 
that will probably start out with chapter one. I have to do it before I go to California for big money. No. You don't have to do anything. No. I just would like to see a by when day. <laughs> well, that's true. And, I'm, and I'm, don't, I'm and don't, and don't. <laughs> to get it completed before I go to California, which is at the end of this month through June 1st. Okay, so here's the deal. Think raw. Don't think even first chapter, second chapter, whatever. Books don't have to be okay. read from beginning to end, as you know. Um, and and True. they don't have to be written unless it's a storyline. And even then, sometimes people have different portions that come to them, and then they put the sections in. Just write okay. about this passionate piece. What do you wish? I wish okay. people knew blank about this. Throw it out. It doesn't have to be long. Okay. In fact, in today's right. society... <laughs> Honestly, the, 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 the more concise, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, it needs to be really thick. It needs to be really big. And I get that because I had that going on too. But in truth, we have a fast paced society and people want information really quick. I personally appreciate a bottom line. Give me the nuts and bolts. Right. Tell me what you want me to right. know. Tell me how I can do something with that or make a change because of it. And what would be the benefit right. of that? Got it? Got it. Every time you call, every time you call, we're going to talk about your authorship. It's going to happen. It's like because your soul said it's going to happen. Let's go, let's go to beginnings and endings here as well. In coming into this lifetime, this is something I see you already chose. Right. You're just catching up to it. Exactly. It's not like some, oh, lofty, <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to. No, already are, just need to manifest the book. I know that sounds really simple for someone who finally got hers off the ground after a hundred years, you know, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Yep. Yep. And it can be done. If I can do it, you can do it. So there you go. All right. Blessings. Beautiful. Ula. Blessings to you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Kelly Ann is on the line. We'll take Kelly Ann as our last caller. And before I actually speak to Kelly Ann, I'm going to share with all of you that today is an ending and slash new beginning for me because today is my last show on Toganet. We, um, I'm finishing up my contract with Toganet for radio and I'm actually heading back to blog talk. So make sure you're tuned in and tapped into my newsletter and my Facebook pages to get information about that. But we'll be starting back on blog talk, which I started originally in 2009. We'll be popping back over and taking this particular show over there. So, um, new, new beginnings and endings for me as well. And so just bittersweet, but I've learned so much and I've loved so much of the experience in the contrast that I've, I've experienced here. And it's, you know, I follow my heart and my intuition and, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting an interesting change. So, all right, Kellyanne, are you still available? Beautiful. Are you still hanging in there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Spirit's like, you girls better talk fast. All right, let's roll. <laughs> I know, I know. We're going to talk really fast. Okay, so, so much. Um, so what I was thinking about this ending thing and um, and definitely grow, growing through contrast. And April was so, I don't know, the last six months has been a lot about endings. And it feels as though, like, everything has ended at once. And I'm definitely one who uses my intuition and I get guided and I follow it, even when it doesn't make sense in my mind. Um but I'm wondering this, this relationship that I'm in, I've, it's ended, and I'm still living with him. And I'm, there's a deep knowing that there's something more for me here. Even as I say it, my heart is, like, fluttering. Um, and, you know, new places have, like, fallen through. Um, people know you can, I can't take a cat. Um, no, we won't take extra money because you don't have a regular J-O-B. Like, all these, like, 
all these stop signs keep popping up. And I'm like, all right, I know this has ended. Why am I still here? You know? So, like, what do you do in those instances when you don't know? Is it just, like, a matter of... I love it. Okay, so let's play. So let's play. There's more I can do. Of course. Well, you know, not do in the not enoughness, but just aligning, you know, what may need to be known or what's wanting to be known for sure. So, um, yeah. so, uh, so match, so close your eyes, please. If you can, you're not operating okay. farm equipment right now. Nope. Right. Okay. So, um, so <laughs> see again, we just got to laugh. All right. And we'll, t- we're going to take this to the tippy top end of, of, of our show, which I is know. like three minutes. Right. So, but you can continue yeah. afterwards. Okay. So I want you to quickly okay. imagine and just know that you can do this after imagine a door. Okay. And that door is the, the, the opening to the new place. Cause this is what I'm hearing. You want a new place. We talked about this a little bit before this, this wonderful new place that takes everything that you need and it's the size you need and all that kind of stuff. You got it. Yes. Okay. Alrighty. So imagine at least three steps, just three steps that are going to take you to getting to that door. So closing your eyes, you see that door it's, it's behind that door is just the, the perfect aligned place, experience, timing, all of that for your move. All right. Take a breath. And the next moment, we're going to have beautiful angelic presence, Michael, walking with you, me if you'd like as well. And we're just going to, in the next moment, we're going to take breath in and we're going to take a step forward onto a particular, you know, brick or, uh, you know, part of the path. So the, the first step. So when you're ready, we're going to take a step. And so just a moment. And in that step, we're going to be knowing that this is part of our how. What do I need to know or do or experience so that I can move towards that new beginning. So go ahead and just take a breath and step forward, knowing that you're intending to know something about taking you forward. Go ahead and do that now. Notice what you get and don't edit. What's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, all day, it's like I... It's- what I see is I feel like I'm actually holding on from moving yep. forward, meaning like I'm moving forward with Archangel Michael right here, but I'm feeling a pull backwards. Absolutely. And and part of yeah. that might be just grieving, you know, what, yeah. what was or what you thought was going to be. Right. That's part of it. So, so moving into, to me, what seems to be holding you back is that resistance of, of clearly letting go of, of what, what you thought was, you know what I'm going to, I know you have, I know you have my number. Call me Kelly. We're going to finish this up. Give me a call. Okay. All right. Blessings everyone. I love you. Thank you so much for a great year. Bye everyone. Thank you for joining us today on the spiritual and wealthy show. For more information, you can reach Deborah on angelsandprosperity.com. This and other programs in the series can be downloaded free of charge from iTunes. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show returns next Wednesday at